our prayer is what we translated in the song all of you and none of us even a bit of us will contaminate you in us so we abhor any of us in us we just want all of you we just want all of you fill us more and more so we can become like you we want to gravitate towards you in our thinking in our intentions in our words in our actions everything of ours let it be more of you bible says in in enoch in the book of Acts, they called them christians meaning christ-like because they were like you lord we want to be like you we don't want to say that we are christians we want to live christians we don't want to suggest that we are christians we want the world to see that we are the light so that they can gravitate towards you of me none of me but all of you all of you Jesus none of me Jesus none of me somebody give a clap unto the Lord if that is your prayer and give a shout unto the name of the Lord hallelujah glory to Jesus somebody give a shout of thanksgiving Today is the last Wednesday service. The last midweek service of 2021. We will never experience and encounter it ever again. Hallelujah. We want to bless God for tonight. I want to bless God for your life. I want to bless God for the leadership of this wonderful family. I want to thank God for all the members online. Faithful, loyal members online doing everything, making sure that the, the mandate is being pushed. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that has been connected through the prayer line. January the 6th will be two solid years that the Lord gave me the mandate. Hallelujah. And for two solid years, every Monday through Friday, 3 a.m., we have been waking up. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been praying in the course of time. The Lord added, the Lord told me to add them the, the, the lunch hour. I added it and it has been amazing. The course of time the Lord said add some days in the mid, in the course of the week we added it's been amazing. Many testimonies, amazing testimonies, the fruit of the womb. Many many testimonies on it. Cancer disappearing. Hallelujah. Amazing testimonies on that prayer line. Now I want to thank God for everyone when God gives the mandate now, listen, there are three things that always characterize the, the word of God. The word of God is a message, and every message has a career. Now, so God will give the message to a career, and then will send the career to the receivers or the audience. Now, if God gives the message, and the career takes the message, and the audience are not there, there is not a complete cycle. So any time that God gives a word, there must be the receivers. Amen. And I don't take for granted each and every one of you that has been spearheading this mandate. Amen. Some of you broadcasting it every day. Some of you inviting family and friends. Some of you telling it above, on top, 
everywhere. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Amen. I said, may the Lord bless you. Amen. Some of you have taken the name of the ministry into other countries far and near. May the Lord bless you. Some of you, your families who are not even here, gather when we are having service to listen and to flow along. May the Lord bless you. Every pusher of the gospel. Bible says that the Lord gave the word, but great was the company that published it. May the Lord publish you for publishing his word. When we say that, we should subscribe. It is not to make the name of the ministry go far. No. The Lord himself has a way of doing that. But it, somebody may hear one word. Just one word. Maybe it might just be a passing word. And it will turn their lives around. And I have heard testimonies of that sort over and over. May the Lord bless you for publishing the word. In Jesus blessed and mighty name. As today marks the last midweek service of the year 2021 so will it mark the last trouble you have ever encountered in jesus name i feel the spirit of prophecy over me so shall it be in jesus name the egyptians you saw before you came to church tonight you will see them again no more say me a believing amen yeah the God of this commission will back you 24 on 7. The God of this commission will honor you 24 on 7. The God of this commission will replenish you 24 on 7. He will not suffer you to see shame. He will not slumber. He will not sleep. The God of this commission will elevate you in Jesus' name. And set your feet upon the solid rock. You will not sink where you are supposed to sink. Where they want you to sink, you will be climbing up. You will be, you will be, you will be going higher and higher and higher. As an aircraft takes off. So after today, will you take off in life? Your health will take off in Jesus' name. Your finances will take off in Jesus' name. Your relationship will take off in Jesus' name. Everything about you will take off in Jesus' name. For the spirit of prophecy... Is the testimony of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare that you will be celebrated in the land of the living. Wherever you have ever appeared and they didn't want your company, they, 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 they abhorred you. They detested you. You were despicable in their sight. I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ. They will not tolerate you. They will celebrate you. The same place that you went and they said, there is no room here. In the name of Jesus, they will give you the penthouse. They will give you the best place over there. I hear a call coming through. And in the realms of the spirit, it is a recall. I said, I hear a call coming through. And in the realms of the spirit, it is a recall. It means they rejected that call. But this time, it is not you that is calling them, but they are calling you. It is a recall unto goodness. It is a recall unto good news. It is a recall unto blessings. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. After tonight, every struggle with any addiction, with anything is broken permanently. In the mighty name of Jesus, the God that called you will sustain you. 
The God that called you will help you. Amen. The God that called you will hold your hand. Amen. He said, do not be afraid, for I will help you. May the God of this commission help you. Amen. 24 on 7, may you be helped. Amen. You will not exit this world in a very precarious way. Amen. It will be a glorious exit. Amen. To be a wonderful exit. Amen. Bible said that the death of the righteous, the death of his saint, is a pleasurable thing in his sight. So would your departure be. So will my departure be. After a good old age, you will join your maker in Jesus' name in glory. We abhor every premature death. We soak every child in the blood of Jesus. And we decree and declare nothing about us is touchable by the devil. We are untouchable in Jesus' name. Somebody shout and say, I am untouchable. Come on, shout and say it the second time, I am untouchable. The third time, I am untouchable. If you are online, you can type it. The fourth time, I am untouchable. The fifth time, I am untouchable. Come on, I want you to convince yourself. The sixth time, say, I am untouchable. The seventh and final time, say, I, Nikki Ajapon, I am untouchable. According to the words that you have declared, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Give a clap and glory unto the Lord, the confirmer of every word, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, glory be to Jesus. Come on, somebody sit on the head of that devil in the name of Jesus. Let the glory of the Lord be seen in our lives. Amen. Has God not been good to us? Now, I want you to gather a notebook. I, I, I love this woman. Everything that she hears, she takes it and then she's just running with it. Watch her very soon. You'll see many testimonies. I was, I'm talking about Fatina. You see, the manifestation of the word of God is premised in our obedience. Nothing more. Our obedience to what the Lord has said, any instruction that comes from the pulpit, except you don't believe in the anointing on the pulpit, but if you believe in the anointing on the pulpit, then everywhere that comes, you got to believe it, especially if it is in line with the, with the scriptures. Amen. Get yourself a notebook and then write from January to December. And listen, some, some of us, and by the time you finish, it will cure the curse of forgetfulness. Listen, one of the greatest curses is the curse of forgetfulness. Anytime we forget what the Lord has done for us. Now, the curse of forgetfulness is the, hand, is the Lord lifting his hand from you. Listen, what makes us us is the hand of God behind us. Because Bible says that in him we live and move and have our being. I have never seen a pregnant woman going somewhere and the baby inside the womb is at home. Say that I'm coming, I want to go to Kroger and buy something. And then so I want to remove the baby and put it home. When I come, I'll carry the baby again. Have you ever heard such a story? Yeah. Thanksgiving is what keeps us connected in the womb of the Lord. Outside Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen, you're on your own. Hallelujah. That is why the whole of this month we have been talking about the, wonder, the wonders of thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, believe you me, speak prophetically. 
before the close of this year. Forget about the number of days. Today is December the 29th, 30th, 31st. We got two days. If the Lord used six days to create a whole universe, including you and I, two days is too much. 48 hours or probably 72 or less or whatever, between 48 and 72 hours, it is too much. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that God can turn? Ah, Joseph went to sleep as a prisoner. The next, the next night he was sleeping, he was, he, he, have you come to a place where something happened to you and you were like, no. Is it, is it, is it me? Am I seeing right? Have you been to a place like that before? Yeah. Joseph woke up. Going to just interpret a dream. Just an interpret. You see, so it is not, it is not about what you think. It's about what the Lord does. He was just going to interpret a dream. Just to interpret a dream. Who, who will ever suggest that by interpreting a dream, you can become a prime minister? But that is how the Lord works. You'll be surprised that within from today to um, um, December the 31st, the ending, you will just see somebody and then you will smile. Hello, how are you? And then ask your person, say, sir, can I talk to you for a moment? You resemble, ah, didn't I share a testimony with you about a man whose, unfortunately, his son had passed. His, his son had an admission. He had passed, and the man was just driving on, 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 on a campus college, I mean, on a, a college campus, and then he saw a young man. And this is a young man who has also gotten admission. Even his admission fees, the money called to pay as the initial registration, he didn't have it coming from a very poor background, but very brilliant, had gotten admission and went to church. And a prophetic word came that in 24 hours, the Lord is going to change the life of somebody. And he believed it and he was running with it. I told you. He was on his way to the admission office, just not necessarily knowing what he was going to do because he didn't have the money. He was on his way. And then this powerful Toyota Land Cruiser pulled by his, no, yeah, Toyota Land Cruiser pulled by his side and said, hey, young man. The man was on the other side driving, and then he turned around because the guy was on the other side walking towards the administrative block, turned around, came, and then said, hey, young man, I saw you. What's your name? He mentioned his name. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to the admissions office. He said, I saw you, and I remembered my son. Now, he had another son that had gotten admission. So he was taking this, his son, to go to the admissions office and then go and then whatever, whatever. When he saw this guy, he said, when I saw your back, I remembered my son that had passed on. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to the admissions office. He said, that is where we are going. Can you lead us there? He said, yes. Sat in the car when they got there, not knowing that the classmate, he, the man was the classmate of the vice chancellor. He said, I, I met him. He said, I brought my two sons for admission. They've all gotten admission. This one is going to do this. This one is going to do that. So I brought them. The boy was sitting down frozen. You brought your two sons for admission. Which are your two sons? He said, this one and this one. And then the man said, so how much is it going to? All the calculation, they did everything. Paid for one full year. Everything. Paid all the tuition. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt God. Within these two days that are remaining, be fully expectant. Isaiah 45 verse 19, he says that he has not commanded the sons of Jacob to serve him in vain. Look at it. I have not spoken in secret. 
or from somewhere in a secret dark land. I have not said to, the, to Jacob's descendants, seek me in vain. Nobody serves the Lord in vain. That is what he's saying. Be expectant. Look at the way today it rained and you are still here. Why would the Lord forget you? Do you know that forgetfulness is unrighteous? In Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, he said that the Lord is not unrighteous to forget. So forgetfulness is unrighteousness. And that is what brings the curse of unrighteousness. The curse of forgetfulness. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless somebody. Is it you that I'm talking about? Then shout me a believing amen. If you are online, may the Lord remember you in these two days. Say me a believing amen online. Online type for me, amen, I receive it. Hallelujah. The Lord will bless somebody. Today, I want to quickly round up on the wonders of thanksgiving by talking about the powers of thanksgiving. Actually, the powers of thanksgiving is the second part of the message that I started on Sunday. I listened to the message on Sunday and I was blessed. I was tremendously blessed. Let me tell you something. Sometimes people think that when somebody stands here to minister, the word, he's preaching what he knows. Well, sometimes somebody may preach what he knows. But every time I am coming on stage, it is like a World Cup to me. Yeah. The way people prepare for world tournament, that is how I prepare. I said, Lord, I said, may I not speak what I know? May I not speak what I think? Because you can easily say things that you are thinking. If L.P. Benedicta has offended me, and I am not spiritual, I can use her to preach. I can use her to preach. So you will be surprised that if you are not in line with the spirit of God, you'll be preaching and your preaching will be from A to K to Z to this. And you know that this message, I know where I am taking it to. But anytime I am coming, I say, Lord, would you please speak to me and speak to everybody? So sometimes I come to stand here and I don't, I don't say what I even prepared. But I say what he tells me to say. So I live here and then I go to thank you for the podcast. Every blessed day you are updating it. Yeah. I listen to it. I listen to Sometimes I listen and I'm like, who said that? Hallelujah. I said, who said that? Who said that? And I write it down. Amen. Sometimes we go for meetings and then especially with the Classville and then the Georgia campuses. We go. I, immediately we get there. I start recording. Because sometimes we say things that we didn't rehearse. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So last Sunday's message, please try and then listen to it on the podcast. The very power. I was super blessed. And I believe that when you listen to it, you'll be super blessed. And I told you that early next year, I'm going to start a series on pleasing the Lord. Because everything, everything in securing whatever you need hinges on your ability to please the Lord. When the big man is pleased, when your boss is pleased, sometimes you are in the company and all of a sudden they say that um, our CEO says that he want to give us bonuses. Hey, do you know why he will give you bonuses? Because he's pleased with the work of, the, of, the, of, of everybody. How many of you have received bonuses before? Remember your tithe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, when you receive bonus, sometimes you are not even expecting it. But sometimes when the year doesn't go the way they want to go, don't even think about bonus. Hallelujah. 
So what we started with on Sunday is that in order for you to advance and be promoted in life, always seek to please the person that carries your promotion. Hallelujah. And we read and then we saw that promotion does not come from the east or from the west according to Psalm 75 verse 6 and 7. But promotion cometh from the Lord. He is the judge. He sets up one and then he sets down one. And then we said that if promotion comes from the Lord, then the best thing to do is to please the Lord. Hallelujah. So we started looking at some of the things to please the Lord with and then we landed on one, which is thanksgiving. And then according to Psalm 69, verse 30 and 31, which was our dominion scripture today. If you can quickly put it on the board for me. Psalm 69, verse 30 to 31. He said that I will praise God. I'll praise God's name in a song and glorify him with thanksgiving. What will happen? Verse 31, this will please the Lord. Thanksgiving pleases the Lord. If pleasing the Lord makes him do the overflow, and I want to have the overflow, then I must know. You see, the Bible is a book of examples. Everything inside the Bible is for our imitation. It is only a stupid person who is going to write an exam who will not consult past questions or examples. Most of the time, the the exam questions are examples that you have already solved. Then they will just twist the wording. Maybe Cole had seven mangoes and gave Connor three. How much does he have? The next time, they will just twist it and say that a man and his wife were sharing mangoes and gave the wife four. How much will she have? It's the same. They have just twisted the questions. The Bible is a book of examples. Everything that you must know, I must know for our lives to, ladies and gentlemen, to accelerate on earth is enshrined in the scriptures. Hallelujah. So we read through the Bible and we saw that one of the things that pleases the Lord is thanksgiving. And you see, anything that you do without expectation, you will not even see the reward. That is why the Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Whatever it has to do with the kingdom. What, the question that you must ask is that, what is my benefit in it? So when I am thanking God, what is my benefit in it? If it pleases the Lord, then he will definitely give you something in return. So what are the things that he will give you when you are thanking him? Because thanking him is not just doing something out of nothing. It's appreciating what he has done. And as you appreciate him, he does more. So on Sunday, I gave you the first few ones. I said that it neutralizes all surrounding evil. When you thank God, it neutralizes all surrounding evil. It moves you into multiplication. One of my favorite scriptures I didn't read under that point. Moving us to multiplication. Let's quickly read it. Jeremiah 30 verse 19 to 21. Look at Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19 to 21. Very powerful scripture. He said, and out of them shall proceed. Look at that. From them will come songs of thanksgiving. Somebody say songs of thanksgiving. And the sound of rejoicing. And I will multiply, I will add to their numbers. Now, give me King James. It carries the original translation of that word. The, the word add is not in the King James. He said, and I will multiply them. Somebody got King James here? Yeah, look at that. He said, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. 
Multiplication is a product of thanksgiving. Yeah. The Lord gives you one, you thank him. He will multiply the one and then he'll give you two. You thank him, he'll multiply two. He'll give you four. You thank him, he will multiply it. He'll give you what? Four, four, sixteen. He'll multiply it. Sixteen by sixteen, not thirty-two. Sixteen by sixteen is what? Sixteen plus sixteen is thirty-two by sixteen times thirty sixteen. Hallelujah. Is what? Is what? <laughs> the church is quiet. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Is what? Oh, 236. 256. Now imagine 32 plus uh, 32 plus 32 is what? 64. But 32 times 32 is what? 256. Who doesn't like multiplication? Hallelujah. And he said that out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. You see, that is why you don't have to be sad. If you're a child of God, don't be sad. Let, listen, let sadness depart from you. Some people wake up in the morning, nobody has said anything, they are sad. Your multiplication is being depleted. Out of them, two things. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. Very soon, I will start doing something in my, my street. When I wake up, I'll be walking. Neighbors, good morning. Neighbors, good morning. Neighbors, good morning. Until they call the police for me. When they ask, I'll say that I am making merry. Hallelujah. And I will multiply them. And they shall not be few. I will also glorify them. And they shall not be small. Verse 20 says that. And it is all a product of thanksgiving and rejoicing. Verse 20, the next verse 20 says that their children also shall be as aforetime. My goodness. And their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish them that oppress them. How many of you want the Lord to punish certain enemies? Sicknesses are enemies. We have prayed enough to bind these devils, but they are, the more we bind them, the more they are showing up. Lord, I refuse to have sleep paralysis. Then you go to sleep and then it comes in double. Just learn to thank God. The Lord, it will move the Lord into punishing them and the things that oppress you. Hallelujah. And then we also said it kills the curse of forgetfulness. And then we also said it generates the will of God. We said that, right? Did we say that? Do you have your notes from Sunday? It generates the will of God. And then, did we talk about the fact that it becomes a weapon? Yes, that is where we ended. So now, let me give you Four more things that thanksgiving does. That is the power of thanksgiving. So that anytime you are thanking God, this must be something on the slate that you'll be expecting. On the checklist. Lord, as I'm thanking you, I may not say that Lord, as I'm thanking you, I'm expecting this. But I know that when thanksgiving go forth, multiplication comes. So as I am thanking God, it is on my checklist. As I'm thanking God for the little money that I have. Jesus had five loaves of bread, two fishes. When he took it, he began thanking God. He started multiplying. Pa, 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 pa. I can imagine how it was. Judas would put one in his pocket. Because he, Judas always won the lion's share. Put one in his pocket. And then look at you by your face and break and give you. I like this face. I don't like this face. We'll give this one. We'll not, you understand? Yet... As he was sharing, it was increasing. The Bible said that when they finished, they had 12 baskets full. 
And Jesus said, let none go waste. Thanksgiving, as I'm thanking God, I am mindful of multiplication coming my way. Somebody say, I will multiply. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, so, maybe I will say number six or probably number one from today. If you are starting afresh today, it is number one. But if you are continuing from Sunday, it is the sixth point. What is the sixth power of thanksgiving? Thanksgiving always completes what has been started. If you start something or the Lord starts something or something is started in your life and you want it to be completed, we complete it with thanksgiving. Listen, thanksgiving is the complementing factor of everything. In life, nobody can finish naturally what they start except there is a complementing factor. That is why the other day, Bible said that the hand of Zerubbabel has started the foundation. His hand will finish it. And then he said, not by might, nor by power, because by might and by power, you will not be able to finish it. Ladies and gentlemen, for you to marry and have a successful marriage, it is not by, because of makeup or because of six packs. My wife, when my wife wanted to marry me, she said, okay, I want six packs. So now you have six packs. So you think that by the six pack, a time is coming that six pack will be one pack. <laughs> if it is about the six packs, when the six packs become one pack, she will pack and leave you with your one pack. <laughs> Saw her and then she was brightening. She was brightening. A time is coming that brightening will darken. Because no physical condition remains permanent. It is the hand of the Lord, the complementing hand of the Lord, that makes you stay, even when you don't want to stay. Say me a believing amen. If that business will continue to flourish and become a transgenerational blessing and a transgenerational monument and a transgenerational business, it has to have the hand of God upon it. That is the complementing factor. And it comes as a product of thanksgiving. One day Jesus was on the land of Jericho. Luke chapter 17. Can we quickly go there? From verse number 12. And Bible says that as Jesus was moving, he began, there were some leprous men that were asking him, Lord, help us, help us, help us. And then he said, go and show yourself unto the high priest. Bible says that verse number, start from, continue from verse number 16. From verse number 16, Bible says that, and uh, no, start, you, you start from verse number 14 for me. Look at verse number 14. And, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go and show yourselves to the, to the priest. And it came to pass as they were going that they were cleansed. Verse 15 says that, look at verse 15, the next verse quickly. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. He was healed. But he wasn't complete. Now, look at the scriptures very well. He turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Verse number 16. And he fell on his face at the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks. Why do we share testimonies? It is a, te listen, testimonies is not just saying what the Lord has done. It is thanksgiving. Testimonies are thanksgiving. If somebody comes to stand here and says that, I want to thank God for the ministry 
that ever since I joined, my life has not been the same. He's not saying that the ministry has done something. He's saying that I want to thank God that God brought me to a place where he could meet me and change me. So he's just thanking God. I want to thank God for healing me. Testimonies are thanksgiving. Every testimony is thanksgiving. That is why people who say that, you know, I'm not a people person. I don't like sharing testimonies. You are being ungrateful. Not sharing testimonies is a sign of being ungrateful. Look at Desiree. The last time she brought a whole pharmacy here. Didn't you see the pharmacy she brought here? And then she said, this pharmacy and this communion, this one is more potent. Is it not Thanksgiving? Because of what the Lord has done for her, she said, I can't keep quiet. Now, this Samaritan came and bowed down unto the Lord and started giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Meaning that he was not even part of the people who understood what Thanksgiving could do. In our days now, we would say that he wasn't even tongue-speaking, Bible-believing. He was just a nominal Christian. You know, the people who are real Christians in those days, that we would consider as real Christians, and nine of them, they didn't go. I don't like sharing testimonies, all these testimonies and all these things. Is people showing off, people showing off, people, people showing off that you are, in, you are in the Nile. You are amongst the nine. Saying that testimonies are people showing off. Testimonies are people showing off. When the Lord has had favor upon you, when the Lord has secured you, when the Lord has protected you, you are saying that, testimonies which amplifies thanksgiving and tells of the wondrous works of the Lord is showing off. Sister refused to be part of the nine. He was a Samaritan. Now look at the verse number 17 to 19. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten people that were cleansed? Where are the other nine? And then he said, verse number 18, are they not found? None of the nine returned to just say, that Lord, thank you. And to give glory to God. So you see, testimony is giving glory to God. Except this stranger. This one that everybody thinks doesn't know anything about the Lord. And then look at what the Lord said. Verse number 19. Can we all read it together? He said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made you whole. So called, some of them, the nine, they were healed. But no, 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 no family will want their children to marry there. You come close to their family, they say that, hey, he's an, she, he is an ex-leprosy candidate. There are traces in the blood. Don't go there. Hallelujah. But this one, listen, to be made whole means that the memory of leprosy in the mind of people was wiped out. You, you, you have no idea what Thanksgiving can do. Do you know that sometimes people can make reference to you when you are even advancing with your past? You want to advance. I say, hey, is it you today? Hey, if God has changed you, then God has done well. Oh. God has done a real good work. Hey, today you are changed. <laughs> sometimes they can say it until even when you are praying, you feel like, hey, my salvation is not complete. Oh. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. And sometimes, even now, you make a little mistake. And the accuser of the brethren, hey, lift up your hand and say, come on, put down your hand. 
Nonsense. When the rest are, put, are putting up their hand, you're also putting up your hand. Put down your hand. And then you feel like, hey, the devil is here. And sometimes you feel like everybody in the church heard what the devil told you. Especially if you are sitting close to Papa, then your head will become big. The back of your head will become very big. The devil said, everybody sitting behind you is watching you. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Hey! But when you are made whole, the memory of it is wiped from the mind of people. When they see you, they don't see your mistakes. They don't see your errors. They don't see your vulnerability. <laughs> One day, I told somebody to go and give something to somebody to keep. He said, hey! We cannot trust this. I said, oh, the Lord has changed him. Way back in Africa, I said, oh, the Lord has changed him. He's a man of God. When a madman is healed, the, the signs of madness, the little, little signs of madness will remain. Don't let us put him into temptation. <laughs> hey! I said, brother, the guy has changed you. Jesus has touched him. He said, no, 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 we can't trust him. Um, that is what I'm talking about. Sometimes people will say that we can't trust you. You want to progress. You know genuinely that everything is well. The Lord wants to advance you. Human beings will say that, no, your past cannot advance you. When the guy came to thank Jesus, it completed him. It means that the, the, that, that one barrier, that one hindrance, that will stop him from crossing over to the other side. Because there is always one step before you launch in. And that is always the greatest step. The Lord removed that step. Your thanksgiving will cause God to remove that step. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Look at James chapter 1 and verse number 17. My goodness. Is somebody in the house? James chapter 1 verse 17. So I'm saying that it completes whatever has been started. Thanksgiving. Hey, look at the statement. Every good gift... And every perfect gift. Everybody say every good gift. And every perfect gift. So you can have a good gift which is not perfect. But it may not be perfect yet. There is, listen. When I give you a car, okay? It is up to you to make the car move. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is very deep. LP Jemima. If I give you a car, and then you don't put in gas, the car is good, but it is not perfect. It becomes perfect when it can execute the reason why I gave it to you. Do you understand it? So I give you a car. It is a good car. But it becomes perfect when you engage it. So when God gives you any gift, it is good. It is thanksgiving that perfects it. So God gives you a child. And then you go like, Lord, thank you for this child. Then the Lord is perfecting the child. Because if you are not thanking God for the child, and you are saying that, hey! Yay! What a stubborn human being that I have. Do you know what you are doing? You are decomposing the gift. So sometimes the thing that is supposed to be beautiful ends up becoming very disastrous. Yeah. Because thanksgiving will make the good gift perfect. Because the Lord, look at that. He said, and it comes down from the Father of life. If it was only, if, it, if everything that came from God was, he would just have said that. 
every good gift or every perfect gift. But he said every good gift and every perfect gift. So it is a good gift, but what you do with a good gift makes it perfect. And what you must do with that good gift is to give thanks. Amen. Stop saying that. All the bad things that you have been saying about that thing that the Lord has given you. That is why the thing keeps on depreciating. And you see, what you say about it is what will happen. Amen. I can't trust you. He will never let you trust him. Not that he will want you not to trust him. But the words you have spoken uh, has determined whether it is going to be perfect or imperfect. As for the gift, it is good. But when you start thanking God, Lord, thank you for this. Last Sunday, I told you that everybody in the church, I thank God on your head. Oh. When I receive that connection card, I don't just drop it. I say, Father, thank you. Whether they were passing through, whether they have to be members, whether they have to be abiding citizens, I just thank you. The Lord said, ah, they should have passed through, but you are thanking me. Ah, I've established them as abiding citizens. Somebody give clap unto the Lord for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Thanksgiving, because the Lord always wants to perfect everything that concerns us. Psalm 138. Psalm 138. Look at verse 1 and 2, and then we'll jump to verse number 8. Psalm 138, verse 1 and 2. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praises unto thee. That is because before all the circumstances and situations, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all. He, he was thanking God, celebrating God. Look at the consequences in verse number 8. The Lord, as a result of the thanksgiving and the praise, Fatina, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. So thanksgiving brings perfection. May the Lord perfect your healing. May the Lord perfect your home. May the Lord perfect your desires. Online, may the Lord perfect everything that you are believing him for. Say me a believing amen. Hallelujah. Number seven. And I love this one. Number seven. Thanksgiving, pleasing the Lord will translate everything from the natural state to the supernatural state. Thanksgiving translate. If there is a battle that you are fighting, and you know that this battle is coming from the realms of the spirit, engage Thanksgiving. See, Thanksgiving takes the battle from your hands and puts it in the hands of the supernatural. Yeah. Thanksgiving. It takes the battle from your hands. Okay? Now, remember in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, when Jehoshaphat was encumbered against five nations that were stronger than him. Mount Seir was made up of three little nations that had come together. And then the, Amor, the, Amor, the Amorites and then um, one other country. They came together against this guy. And the battle was between them. When he began thanking God, from verse number 20, 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse number 21, 22, 23, all the way to 25. Bible said that the Lord 
Set, look at that. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that they should sing the beauty of holiness. And as they went before the army, and then they said, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Verse number 22. When they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon. The battle left the hands of man and entered into the hands of God. The people could not fight. When they started tanking, the Lord took over the battle from human hands. How many of you think you want the Lord to take a situation from your hand? Just begin to thank him. Just begin to thank him. When they began tanking, the Lord set ambushment and they were smiting before them. Verse number 23 says that, and they began. So the children of Ammon and Moab stood up fighting against the inhabitants of Mount Sire. To utterly slay and destroy them. When they had made an end of that, they began to help to destroy each other. There is a way the enemy can fight themselves without you instigating anything. All you need to do is to thank him. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 25, we are told how common bread. Where is my communion? We are told how common, quickly bring it. How common bread and common drink can be translated to become a supernatural meal. It is bread and drink. You see, this one is bread. Is it not bread? And then, this one is drink. Is it not drink? But there is a process it can go through. When you take it, it is no more bread and drink. But it is the express body and the blood of Christ. It is translated from a natural piece of bread and a natural half cup of juice onto the body and the blood of Christ. For I have received of the Lord. Everything that Paul taught us was downloaded to him supernaturally. He said, for I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. That the same night that Jesus was crucified, was betrayed, he took bread. What did he take? Brothers and sisters, flow with me. What did he take? Somebody say bread. Now, what did he do? Look at the next verse. Verse number 24. And when he had given thanks, he took bread. I have taken it. When he had given thanks, he broke it and he said, take and eat. This is bread. This is what? How can a piece of bread become his body? Through thanksgiving. That is why when we pick the bread like this, now love her testimony. When we pick bread like this, you may be in your home, you can take communion. That is why on the prayer line, every blessed morning we take communion. And ladies and gentlemen, when we take the communion like that, when it goes through the process and then we take it like that, ladies and gentlemen, in the realms of the spirit, your mouth is, is, is leaking with blood. When you take the communion like that, he came to share. How many of you have testimonies about the communion? Many, many, many. When you take the communion like that, you see, it is the body and the blood of Christ. He said, when he had given thanks and he broke it, he said, take and eat. Immediately, it changed from being a piece of bread to becoming his body. He said, which is broken for you? This do in remembrance of me. Verse 25 says that, and after the same manner, 
he took the cup. Now, give me 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 16. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 16. He said, and the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Jesus? So when we bless this, it is no more drink. It is the blood of Jesus. And he said that, and the bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? How does it become it? Through thanksgiving. So you take bread, a piece of bread in your bedroom. Don't wait for pastor. It is the bona fide right of every citizen of the kingdom. You are dealing with certain addictions. Take communion. Ah, let me shatter your theology. When we are growing up, they used to say that when you are in this or that, don't take the communion. We do not qualify the communion. It is the communion that qualifies us. The day you think you qualify the communion, it has lost its power. What is the essence of the communion? What is the essence of medicine if you are health? If you are healthy, the communion is oh Jesus Christ! Don't let me preach on the communion now. Give me, give me John chapter, give me John chapter six verse fifty one. The way I love talking about the communion, don't let me enter there. <laughs> John chapter six verse fifty one. Look at John chapter six verse fifty one. They have allowed theology to stop us from engaging the power that can set us free. John chapter 6, verse 51. Satoshi, he says that, I am the living bread, which came down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. Now look at the next statement. He said, and the bread that I will give you is my flesh. Can we all read the last statement? Which I will give for the life of the world. Honey, can I use you for an example? Please come. No, come with your beautiful bag. Now, so here you are. Yes, stand here for me. And now, you want to give me something, okay? And And everybody watch because it's an examination question for the church this evening. And then you tell me, or okay, I tell you that I am giving you this for this. What does it mean? One word. Good. One word. Exchange. 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 So if I say, I am giving you this for this. Okay, sister, I want to give you this for this. Do you see what happened? What happened? I took what she had and I gave her what I have. And Jesus said, the communion, according to verse number 51 of John chapter 6, he says that, and if any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread, this one, that I give you is for the life of the world. So get it again. So here I am, a Christian, but I have this addiction. It is called the life of the world. Jesus Christ. Sicknesses are the life of the world. Disappointments are the life of the world. Recurring issues are the life of the world. It is not the life of the kingdom. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, so, and Jesus was talking to the Jews. You can be a believer with elements of the life of the world in you. Prayers cannot handle it all. The thing that can handle it, they say that on, yeah, ready. They say that the thing that can handle it, when you come out of it, then you eat it. <clears throat> Wait. This is the life of the world in my life. 
as a believer. It is not a life of the kingdom. Maybe it is a little immorality. Maybe it is a little stealing. Maybe this my mouth cannot shut. Gossiping. It is the life of the world in me. And Jesus said that you have prayed, but it couldn't take care of the life of the world. But I give you this my body for it. So when I take it, I, he takes the life of the world. So the more I take the body and the blood, the more the life of the world goes away from me. Until I get to a point, come on now, until I get to a point where I will no more find the traces of the life of the world in me. God bless you, man of God. Do you understand it? But here, they say that, no, 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 no. You don't have to take the thing that can take the life of the world from you. They say that, take the life of the world from you before you come and take it. What need is it? If I can take the life of the world from me, would Jesus say that I give it to you for the life of the world? And sometimes we make the mistake of saying that the communion is a symbol. Can the symbol of medicine heal you? It is not a symbol. You see, we have deprived the church of the power of God by theology. Somebody said that we have not sat down to dissect the word. Is it true? Is it, you know, when Paul said, next year, early next year, I'll teach about the communion and I'll teach about the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now listen, let me tell you something. When Paul said that if you eat it unworthily, you eat damnation unto yourself. He was talking about eating it without knowing what it is. Because sometimes people take it, they think it's a snack. Oh, give me, can I have a second, a second one? This one. <laughs> Hallelujah. And listen, in those days, eh, in Paul's time, in Paul's time, the churches were not like our churches. So what they were doing was that, we call it the Lord's Supper. It was real food that they were eating. You eat it, you are going to sleep. It's not these pieces that we give you and then when it, you put it in your mouth, it melts. Because ladies and gentlemen, with this 5,000 people, how can we feed you all with bread? If we want to give each one of you a loaf of bread. Hallelujah. And we are doing it every service day. Hey! Somebody say, hey! Hallelujah. <laughs> so, we give you a bit of it, knowing that it will do the same work. But it was a Lord's Supper. So I break the bread. They bring the full loaves of bread. Because we have to eat it and be satisfied and go and sleep after service. But they thought it was just partying. Like the way we eat after service. God bless all the Dockers team members. Hallelujah. Now, so this is what they were doing. If I have an issue with coal, when I come and they give me the bread and I break, and I'm supposed to share it with coal, I will take three-fourth and I'll give him one-fourth. And coal will be angry. So throughout the service... Cole is thinking, next service time, I'll come early and I'll take the bread and I'll give him zero over four. So there was confusion galore. They didn't know that it was the body and the blood of Christ. They were eating it as mere snack. And Paul said, if you eat it without discerning, without understanding what you are eating, it becomes a curse. You can even die. And that is why many are sick. And it is true. If you overtake medication, will it not kill you? Every medicine has the propensity to kill. 
if you take it in the right dose, it heals. But when you take it in the overdose, what does it do? It knocks you off. Uh-huh. So you take the communion without knowing. You think that it is a snack. One day, I went to do a program in a certain place, and I talked about the communion because the Lord wanted to. There was amazing testimony. When I finished, I said, share the communion. One man, they gave it to him. He drank it. Hey. They went again. By the time I was ready, he has drank four. So they were giving him the fifth one. I said, sir, in the name of Jesus, stop there, right there. There is a red flag. Stop there. And I said, he said, man of God, the way you have explained the communion, me, my issues, one will not knock it off. <laughs> he said, the way you have explained the communion, my issues, one of the communion will not knock it off. I need about 20. <laughs> I said, brother, go and buy one gallon and bring it. Let me bless it for you and go and bath with it. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. So, Thanksgiving, just common Thanksgiving, it translated the physical, natural thing to become a supernatural meal. That is why when we are taking the communion, Father, we bless you for the communion. And by faith, we break it and we call it the body of Christ. And listen, the communion is always neutral. What you say over it, Connor, is what it becomes. So, I may be needing the communion for financial breakthrough. Ah, my son Eshen, he had applied for school. He wasn't getting it. How many of you remember the testimony? He, for, his post, uh, uh, for his PhD, they said, no, the course you want to do, we have already given something to somebody. And then he came to church for the first time, and he heard me talk about the communion. He said, ah, the communion can do anything, then this communion must give me my school. Did he not share his testimony here? He took the communion. Two weeks later, three schools called him. Including the school that said that they have offered his position to somebody. And they said, we want to offer it again to you this time with more funds. The power in the church, eh? That is why I always say that lack of knowledge. This thing that we call the communion, we don't eat it because every day we want to eat it. It's very expensive. But why do I make us eat it? Because it knocks off everything. What prayer cannot knock off? The body and the blood, it can't stand it. When all the miracles that Moses did in the land of Egypt will not let Pharaoh let the people go, when the blood showed up in the middle of the night, he said, go, go, go. What your prayers cannot handle, what your fasting cannot handle, this thing over here, Ladies and gentlemen, when it goes through the process, it turns everything around. But how does it go through the process? Two things. Thanksgiving and breaking by faith. Jesus took the bread. You can take wafer. You can take cracker. Once it is a flour product, something is happening to you, you don't understand it. Take it. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this is a life of the world. It's, it's not part of the kingdom life. It's not part of the kingdom life. I don't like it. It is disturbing me. As I take this communion, I knock it off. Father, thank you for the bread. With thanksgiving and by faith, I break it and I receive it as the body of Christ. The moment you thank God for it and you break it, it is no more cracker. 
it is the body of Christ. And you take it. Hi. Let me share one testimony with you. Nigel, can I? It was on December 18, 2012. I had returned from overseas because I was working as an expatriate. When I came, this my beautiful wife said that it is not my ovulation period. Hey, what do you mean by ovulation period and no ovulation period? How can an engineer understand this? An engineer who has been called by the Lord. I said, sister, whether ovulation or no ovulation, I remember the date. It was December 18, 2012. Why do I remember the date? It was a Tuesday or so. We had gone for church. After church service, I took some of our friends and we went to eat outside. Because it was a birthday and the previous day was our wedding anniversary. So we wanted to do double. Elder Marshall, when we got home that night, she said, it is not my ovulation period. I said, don't worry. I took communion. I blessed the communion. I said, tonight, as we eat this communion, this body and this blood of Christ, a perfect sperm will meet a perfect egg. (laughs) Tonight, in the name of Jesus, when we take the communion, Somebody will experience fresh life in Jesus' name. I'm not talking about the communion, but I don't know why the Holy Ghost wants me to talk about it. We took the communion that night. We fired. Somebody say he fired. Sometimes people think preachers can fire. Go and ask my wife. Hallelujah. Can we preach? Can we preach? Amen. <laughs> the anointing even helps us. Go and ask her. I didn't say anything. Amen. So, thanksgiving translated from natural entity into a supernatural entity. Hallelujah. Why are people so happy? <laughs> Amen. Let me add one more. Let me add one more and then we will close. Thanksgiving generates the peace of God. The peace of God. Somebody say the peace of God. Let's read Philippians chapter 4. 4 to 7. This is so powerful. The peace of God. (laughs) Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 to 7. And I'll end there. I mean, on this point. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. And then he said, so you see that always rejoicing moves with thanksgiving. Now, so he said, rejoice. Now, and then he said in the next verse, verse number five, let your moderation be made known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse number six. Be careful for nothing. Can you help me tell somebody, be careful for nothing. He said, but in everything. Somebody say, in everything. In how many things? Do what? By prayer and supplication. Let. And then, sometimes we just read to verse number six. But verse number six is incomplete without verse number seven. When you have done this, what will happen? 
Ajá. Ajá. Now wait. Give me the verse number six again. <clears throat> Sega, look at it. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, two things here. He said, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So it means that if you are making a prayer, add thanksgiving. With means add. Take note, take note, take note. Take your time. With. If I say I will come with Connor, it means that Connor will join me. If I say I and Connor may come, it means we are two different people. I may come or he may come. But if I say I will come with him, it means that the two of us will come as one. Do you understand it? Now, so he's saying that be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, one. And number two, supplication, but with thanksgiving. So whether I am praying or I am making supplication, it must be mixed with thanksgiving. The yeast, how many of you know yeast? Those of you that bake, what does a yeast do? It causes it to rise, right? Now, what makes your prayer rise to heaven? The yeast of your prayer, the yeast of your supplication is thanksgiving. So he says that if you are praying, add the yeast. Otherwise, it will be the original dough. When you bake it, it will be like stone. Even your teeth will break. One day I said I wanted to break bread. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very powerful uh, 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 thing I will never forget. I said I wanted to bake bread. So I went on YouTube. And I checked all the baking steps by YouTube. I forgot to add yeast. When I finish and I put the bread there, this bread dough will not rise. And I said, in the name of Jesus, this bread dough will rise. So I prayed over it and I put it in the oven. Ladies and gentlemen, when the thing finished baking, even a stone was better. Very hard. My wife said, what is this? I said, oh, it is a, no, I didn't say bread. <laughs> I said, it is a special recipe. <clears throat> I said, try it. <laughs> it had all the taste of bread, but the thing was as hard as any hard thing. Because there was no living element. There was no yeast. Many people's prayers are very hard. It doesn't come with, you know, some flexibility. So when it appears before God, it goes like, pim, 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 pim. God said, what kind of prayer is this? Why didn't they spice up the prayer a little? But you pray. You mix it with thanksgiving. Supplication with thanksgiving. When the thing gets to God, it is like power steering. It is dancing. The Lord said, let this one come. Let this one come. It is carrying good colon. But prayer without thanksgiving, supplication without thanksgiving, it appears, the Lord said, keep it back. It is it's 10. He said, move it. Move, move the other one that has colon in. Let it come. It is, by the time you realize it has become caked in heaven. Now listen. And Elder Mashal, he says that when you have mixed thanksgiving with your prayer or your supplication, it generates something. It is called, give me the verse number seven. It is called the peace of God. Somebody say the peace of God. You see, what is the peace of God? The peace of God is the environment of God for his manifestation. God is everywhere, but he doesn't manifest everywhere. 
It is in the peace of God that he manifests. That is why anytime God wanted to do something, even when Jesus came in Luke chapter 2, from verse number 8 all the way to 14, when the angels came, they said, peace on earth. Because without the peace of God on earth, the movement of God on earth cannot be possible. When God came in Genesis chapter 1, and the earth that he had created was chaotic, without form, was he able to move? Bible said the spirit of the Lord moved upon until the Lord started creating, uh, I mean, started reforming. And when he had finished and there was peace, Bible said that and everything that the Lord had done was good. Do you understand it? The peace of God is the environment for the manifestation of the presence of God. I am not surprised that in the book of Mark chapter 4, reading from verse number 35, all the way to 40. Bible said that Jesus and the disciples were on a journey on the sea to the other side. The same day. Now look at verse number 37. Verse number 37. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Verse number 38. Look at 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on the pillow. Woo! The peace of God. Connor, what the peace of God does is that it numbs you, N-U-M-B-S. Huh? When they want to do surgery on somebody, they got to inject anesthesia, right? What is, what is it supposed to do? To numb, okay, the place. To numb it means that to, to, to make it inactive, to inactivate it. So that when they put the knife there, the same knife that would have pained the person, because of the inactivity of that portion of the flesh. He doesn't feel it. They cut, they finish, they remove the unwanted part. They suture it again. He doesn't feel it. If the person will feel it, it is when the recovery process starts. What will let you pass through the valley of the shadow of death without being afraid and still pass through is the peace of God. You see, the peace of God envelops you. It envelops you. Okay, so you are in the situation, but you don't feel the situation. And then people say that, and that is when people, Bible say that, when men are saying there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. It is not that the situation is not there, but it is there, but you are not feeling it. Because the peace of God envelops you. The peace of God envelops you. They go to the Red Sea. They didn't know. The Egyptians were following. The Red Sea was in front of them. The wilderness was to their left and their right. And then the Lord said, peace be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Now listen. The peace of God is the environment that deactivates the controls of satanic arsenals. I'll say it again. Every Now listen. Every arsenal, every weapon is controlled. Every weapon is controlled from a control tower. Huh? Every weapon, these ballistic missiles, it's not where the, they, when they send it, it is controlled. They direct it. They send out, direct it towards this. So they are in an office somewhere and they are directing it over miles, over hundreds of miles. Now, the peace of God is the environment that deactivates the control of satanic arsenals. Now, let me explain it. 
It is like the eagle and the snake. Mama Vice, when the eagle wants to fight the snake, he doesn't fight the snake on the ground because the snake is very powerful and poisonous on the ground. Very, 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 you know, venomous on the ground. But when the eagle takes hold of the snake, immediately takes it into the sky, it deactivates all its weapons. The snake, it doesn't matter how powerful the snake is. Once it moves from the earth, it loses every instinct of attack. Now it's a survival. All the snake wants is, hey, Charlie, let me survive. Please, let me survive. Hallelujah. In the peace of God. You see, that is why Thanksgiving is so important. In the peace of God, the arsenals of the devil are deactivated. So in the book of Acts chapter 12, Bible says that Herod had taken James and beheaded him. When he saw, verse 3, when he saw that he pleased the Jews, he went forward and then took Peter. Peter knew that he was going to be that he was going to die. I mean, he has done it. The guy had done it. Sometimes you have precedence. When this thing happens, this is what is going to happen. It had happened. Now, and because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further and he took Peter also. Those were the days of unleavened bread. Verse number four. Let's be very quick. And when he had apprehended him, look at that. He put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter, he will bring him forth to the people and kill him. Verse number five. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Now look at verse number six. Listen, it was not the prayer of the church alone that brought Peter out. I'm going to tell you. Look at it. Verse number six says that, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night, that means if Herod is going to bring him forth tomorrow, tonight, uh, the eve of the the eve of when Herod was going to bring him out. Now look at it. Bible said that that same night, Peter was sleeping. Hey, Peter, they're going to kill you tomorrow. Peter had a wife. Do you know that Peter had a wife? Because Bible said that Jesus healed Peter, uh, Peter's mother-in-law. Peter had a wife. Peter, are you not going to send some information to your wife? He was sleeping. Do you know what made him sleep in the midst of knowing that he was going to die? The peace of God. And when the peace of God is activated, the supernatural power of God is inevitable. When the peace of God is activated, the supernatural power of God is inevitable. Hallelujah. So look at what happened. Bound. The man was between two soldiers. Bound. Two chains. The keep And the keepers before the door kept the prison. So he was surrounded. Sometimes you are surrounded with issues. No way out. Look at what happened. When he was in the peace of God. Look at verse number 7. And behold, an angel of the Lord. The peace of God will always bring the supernatural intervention. The peace of God will always bring what? In, 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 in the same Acts chapter 16. Reading from verse number 19. About Paul and Silas. They had beaten them. When, you see, when you, and when her master saw, this was when they had cast out the devil. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, never come to the place, glory, never come to the place where you do something for the things of God and then you receive an attack 
and you say, because of this, I won't do this again. Many people throw in the towel. I'm going to give you two examples of people who never threw in the towel and the consequences of what happened. When you are under pressure, especially for doing something for the Lord, understand that there is a major blessing ahead of you. Don't throw in the towel. One day somebody was telling me that, man of God, he told me to pay my tithe. I started paying and now my financial burden became more. I said, keep doing it. Don't stop doing it. Because if it didn't hit the devil, he would not affect it. Now look at it. When the masters, so they had gone to preach and cast out devils. Now, when the masters saw that they were not going to make any gains again, they caught Paul and Silas, drew them into the marketplace onto the rulers, verse number 20, and they brought them before the magistrates. The magistrates were the people that were supposed to take decisions as to whether Paul and Silas would go free or they would be punished. And then they said, these men, they started lying. They said that being Jews, being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Look at that. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. So now they started playing racism, tribalism. They started playing. Oh, no, don't go there. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do this. We don't do this with these people. We don't do that with that people. One of the things that I am afraid most for the kingdom of God is when they say this is a black church, this is a white church. It is a demon that is responsible for that. You hear they say that this is a black church. This is a white church. Did the Lord come to establish a black black blood and white blood? The same blood said people. Sometimes where your miracle is the devil will use some of these parameters to stop you. And that was exactly what they did. They teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive. Neither to observe being Roman. That is why in this house we are all in one. We are all in one. Hallelujah. We are all in one. The same way I receive you, I receive her, I receive him, I receive. The same way you receive me, you also receive me. When you come here, we leave our color behind. We leave it in our cars. When you enter into your car, then you take your color. When you enter into your car, then you take your ascent. Because the moment that mentality comes into your mind, a devil will step. You see, the devil is so intelligent. He will use certain things. Praise the name of Jesus. There are certain places when you go, they say that, oh, now you can't trust these people. Here we all eat the same food. When we close from service, some of the time if you don't even hurry up, we will eat your food together on top of ours. Praise the name of Jesus. Because we are one. Bible says in Psalm 133, he said, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the oil that flows from the head of Aaron through his beard onto his skirt. And verse 3 says that, And there the Lord commanded his blessing. There is something called the commanded blessing of God and the demanded blessings of God. The commanded blessings of God are where is at where there is unity, no segregation, no barriers, no differences, no Jew, no Gentile, no whatever, no black, no white, no man, no woman. That is why here on this altar, women can preach, men can preach. Recently, I went for a funeral with my son, Connor, and then my son, Solomon. 
And then I, I was given the opportunity to minister shortly. And, and when I was going, they said, Papa, we'll go with you. I, I said, really? He said, yes. <laughs> Amen. I stood there before the pulpit. He was standing at the right. Uh, Pastor Solomon was standing at the left. I didn't even see. It was the people that were telling me. And then they were standing like that. <laughs> hey! Me, I was concentrating on the preaching. After the service, somebody came to me and said, man of God, if I didn't know you and your people, like I'll be very afraid. I was intimidated. I said, yeah, we're intimidating the devil. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. We will always intimidate the devil. Oh. The presence of God. I mean, the peace of God. Inside the peace of God, ladies and gentlemen, the overflow is there. Give, give, give me the Acts chapter 16. Let me wrap up over there. The, uh, this is Paul and Silas. They had been beaten for doing the work of God. Ramon. Sometime you go to church and as you are going, something happens on the way. You go like, ah. This evening services that we are going, we have to start watching online. We have to start watching online. Hey! Sister, be careful. <laughs> you are gradually losing the peace of God. <laughs> Can you give it to me? Acts chapter 16. And we were in verse number 20. So Bible said that now they beat them and went now. And he brought them before the magistrate saying that these men, they trouble us. Verse 21. Look at verse 21. And they teach customs that are not lawful for us. Bringing segregation and differences. Verse number 22. When they were able to play the differential card, look at what happened to the magistrates. The people that were going to take the decision. Bible said, and the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrates tore their clothes. They were dead. The people that were supposed to take decision on whether you'll be free or not, they have been able to play the segregation card so much so that now they are angry at you. Your, your case is close. <laughs> they rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. 23. After they had beaten them with many stripes, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. 24. Who having received such a charge. Trust them into the inner prison. And made their feet fast in the stocks. Verse number 25. And at midnight. If it was me. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be crying. I'm saying that Lord. This is not your work. Small work too that we are doing. Lord I didn't even steal. I didn't commit adultery. I cast out a devil. And you made them beat me. Lord, find somebody else. That is exactly what Elijah did. When Elijah went and then he killed the 400 prophets of Baal and Jezebel was following him, he said, Lord, Lord, would you allow this woman, this witch, to pursue me? It's okay. I am done. You, you gave me the anointing, right? Carry your anointing. Remove the anointing. He said, Lord, carry your anointing from today. The Lord said, ah, take your time. He said, no. If you will let them, a woman pursue me after all that I've done for you, I'm done with this thing called church. I'm done with the choir. I'm done with the media. I was standing at the door welcoming people. Look at the way that girl looked at me in real life. Can she even look at me like that? Can she even talk to me like that? And Lord, you made her talk to me like that? No way. I won't do it again. Oh, brother, please take time and then do it. No Everybody knows that me, I don't like nonsense. No, I wouldn't do it. Am I preaching? 
The Lord said, okay, brother, no nonsense. Take the gown and go and put it on. Go and distribute it for three people. Jehu, Hazel, and Elisha. And come home. If it were you and I, maybe instead of Paul and Silas, celebrating for being beaten for the Lord, you are coming to church, and maybe your car tie burst, and then you didn't have much money. Then now you are thinking, how am I going to even fix this tie? How am I going to do this? And you are complaining, complaining, complaining. But Paul and Silas, they said, Lord, thank you that we have been beaten for the sake of the gospel. They started saying, that was the peace of God. They started thanking God. The peace of God came there. They started thanking God. And at, at midnight, instead of Paul and Silas to cry and to wail and to complain, they sang praises unto God. The prisoners heard them. The peace of God appeared there in verse number 26. And Bible says, and suddenly there was an earthquake. When the peace of God comes, anything that has been a perpetual mountain, an everlasting hill will crumble down in Jesus' name. And I pray for somebody tonight in the name of Jesus. May any weapon of the devil, any hill of the devil, any mountain of the devil, let it come crumbling down in Jesus' name. Shout and say, I believe it. I read in the book of Revelation chapter 1. Go with me to Revelation chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. Revelation chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. And Bible says about a man called John the Revelator. What was the problem of John? He was preaching the good news. The only apostle that died a natural death. All the others, either they chop off their necks, they beheaded them, they gave them to lions to eat them alive and all that. Emanis, John the Revelator, look at what he said. His own mouth. He said, I, John. Somebody say, I, John. Hey, I, Najao. Who also am your brother and companion in trouble, in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Now look at it. Was on the island that is called Patmos. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ's sake. The island of Patmos was an island of no return. There were very dangerous animals there. If they take you there, you, you won't come back again. It is a valley of bones. Some theologians say that the valley of dry bones that, Eli, um, that Ezekiel saw was actually a reflection of Patmos. Now, so, this was a valley of dry bones. And he, has see, he was there alone for the sake of the kingdom. Look at verse number 10. Bible says that I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Hey, what will let John, LPRB, with all that he had gone through, still be in the spirit on the Lord's day? On the island of Patmos. It is called the peace of God. The thing that can encourage you when everything else is discouraging you is called the peace of God. And ladies and gentlemen, when the peace of God came, we had the book of Revelation. We will never have had the book of Revelation. Look at the many mysteries about the book of Revelation. The things that it talks about in our end time. It came when one man found himself in the peace of God as a result of thanksgiving. The verse number nine that we started reading with talks about the fact that he was joyous. He was thankful. 
He was thankful that he was even going through that. Sometimes people go like, I've served the Lord all my life. I don't even believe that these things that I'm, uh, I'm hearing are true because I've not seen it. It's because you have not stepped into the peace of God yet. When you step into the peace of God, what man does to you doesn't affect you. Because yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it is what will let you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It is the place you take the battle and the enemy to a powerless zone for him. That is the peace of God. I also said that it is in the peace of God. It is in, I said that the peace of God is the environment within which all satanic assaults are paralyzed. The peace of God, in the peace of God, you are numbed from whatever is happening. People may talk, people may lie, but at the end of the day, you will still excel. We walk through the valley of the shadow of death by the peace of God. We say that there is a lifting up when there is a casting down by the peace of God. Praise the name of Jesus. My last scripture. Look at Genesis 3.8. In the peace of God, you hear the voice of God. In the peace of God, you hear the voice of God. Genesis 3.8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Somebody say the cool of the day. The same explanation of the peace of God is the same explanation for the cool of the day. They had such peace around them. Listen, 2022. God bless you. Yeah, God bless. 2022, the peace of God. Somebody say the peace of God. Pleasing God and the peace of God. Pleasing God and the peace of God. Everywhere that there is kikri kikri. One of your prayers must be, Lord, the peace of God. This small, small quabbles and battles and whatever must stop. The peace of God. The peace of God. These small, small issues between department and this department, this one doesn't talk to this one. That one doesn't talk to the, it must stop. Don't let us be like the FBI. In the FBI, everybody is a suspect. I may be working with you, you are a suspect, I'm a suspect. In the FBI, nobody trusts anybody. That is not here. Stand on your feet. If you have been blessed, I want you to give a clap unto the Lord. The Lord said, come and learn of me. 2022 will be a very great year for you. Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. It will be a wonderful year for us. Online members, in-house members. You will excel in 2022. You will do very well in 2022. Listen, people will not understand you. They will only see your effect. I said people will not understand you. They will only see your effect. Yeah. People cannot comprehend where you are coming from, but they cannot deny your impact. There is something that I want to say, but I know some pastors are watching me. I won't say it. They will see your effect, oh. 
If you wanted to hear it, you Hallelujah. They will see your effect. Hallelujah. your effect. And listen, in 2022, your effect cannot be denied. Yeah. Stop thinking that I am young. Stop thinking that I am a woman. Stop thinking that I am a man. Stop thinking that I am white. Stop thinking that I am black. Stop thinking that I have color degree. Stop thinking that I don't have this. Your effect will be noticed. And in 2022, eh? But the peace of the Lord, the Lord will place resources in your hands. You will be surprised. You will be surprised. Because 2022, we are going to do a lot of evangelistic work. Yeah. Can you lift up your hand? Say, Father, as I thank you, surround me with the peace of God. Can you lift up your voice and pray two minutes? Uh, listen, the peace of God, the peace of God, pleasing God and the peace of God are all that we need. When you please God and the peace of God surround, my goodness, when Bible said that you shall drink poisonous substance, it will not have effect on you. It is when you are in the peace of God because in the peace of God, every arsenal of the devil is paralyzed. Every weapon of the devil is paralyzed. When Bible said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against you, it shall be condemned. He was talking about when you find yourself in the peace of God. And Bible said that it comes when we mix our prayer and our supplication with thanksgiving. When we mix it with thanksgiving. When we start speaking with thanksgiving. That is why the whole of this week on the prayer line, it is all about thanksgiving. Thanking God. Thanking God. Lift up your voice. Father, your peace. Your peace. As I thank you, let your peace around me. Let your peace around this church. The name of Jesus. When in the midst of COVID, churches were closing, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee was increasing. Because we believe in the peace of God. The peace of God. Lift up your voice. Celebrate the peace of God. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. One more minute. The peace of God. The peace of God. Lift up your voice. The peace of God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare that, can you lift up your hand? Lift up your hand to the heaven. Listen, I believe that from today to December the 31st, something will fall in these hands. I don't know what it is, but something will fall in these hands. And I'm talking about from tonight. From tonight. Lift up those hands. Online, you can follow and flow with us. Lift up those hands. Say, in the name of Jesus, with my hand lifted up, I receive every blessing and package 
from heaven with my name on it in Jesus' name. As I thank God, whatever was started, let it be completed. As I thank God, whatever is limited, let it be complemented. As I thank God, let every chaos and trouble around me give way for the peace of God. Now lift up your hand. I declare in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus, by the spirit of the prophet, and I say in Jesus' name, today, Wednesday, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, before you appear here, may the Lord put a testimony in your hand. <laughs> may the Lord turn that situation around. <laughs> may the Lord turn that condition around. Receive an angelic visitation in Jesus' name. They said you will enter into 2022 crying. You will enter into 2022 smiling. You will enter laughing. You will enter with joy. You will enter celebrating. You will enter with overflow. Anybody earmarked to die prematurely before the year ends, I send that weapon of death back to sender. I said I send it back to sender. We had a prophetic conference. We had a prophetic conference. And then I gave one car to uh, Prophet Isaiah. I said, drive it. Now, that, that, that same day that Dickness, Sharon had the crash. That, that same day, he was driving in the middle of the night. He called me. He said, man of God, I want to go and pray a little. I said, go and pray. He was on the road in a sharp curve, about 25 minutes away from here. In a sharp curve, in the middle of nowhere, in the bush, in a sharp curve, which was just too Two ways, okay? One going, the other coming. Not dual carriage. Two ways. The car stopped, seized. The light went off. Everything went off. So it means that any car coming must crash into it. Anybody here programmed to die prematurely as a sent man of God, I declare it will not happen. Today is the last midweek service of the year. Every blessing you should have received in all the midweek services in 2021 that you have not yet seen, that you have not yet received, that looks like it was coming, but somebody took it. That looks like it was around you, but you never experienced it. May the Lord put it in your hands. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is somebody believing it? <laughs> I said, may the Lord put it in your hands. May the Lord put it in your hands. May the Lord put it in your hope. May the Lord put it around you. May the Lord place it in your palm. Receive it in Jesus' name. Whatever statement was made that was not from God, I terminate it in Jesus' name. Listen, I rupture it. R-U-P-T-U-R-E. I, I break the foundation in Jesus' name. Every word must have a foundation on which it will grow because words are seeds and every seed needs a soil to grow. Every soil that a word against you has fallen in, I spray it with the insecticide of the blood of Jesus. Let it corrupt it in Jesus' name. Let it make that land barren. That demonic land is barren. If peradventure, there is an evil being incubated in the womb of evil against you. I stand by the authority of the word of God and by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I say, let there be an abortion. Let there be an abortion. Let that evil be aborted. Online members, I say, let that evil be aborted. 
every evil with your name on it, every evil with your address on it, every evil with your family on it, let it be aborted in Jesus' name. That devil is a liar. And I speak. Psalm 65, 11. He said he will crown the year with his goodness. He will crown the year with his goodness. Can you put it on the board for me? He will, I'm, I'm, I'm prophesying that over our lives and then we'll be out of here. He will crown the year. He said that thou, O oh Lord, crownest the year with thy goodness so that thy path will drop with fatness. I stand on this exalted altar and I decree and I declare in Jesus' name. May the Lord crown your year for you. I don't know who this word may be for, but if you believe it, let it work for you. I said, may the Lord crown your year with goodness and may your path drop with fatness. Receive it in Jesus' name. Somebody will receive an email tomorrow and it will be good news. I said it will be good news. It will be good news. It will be good news. I prophetically say, may ah, today I received a call and the caller was telling me something good about somebody in this church, which is coming to the person. Hey, somebody is thinking good for you. You don't know it, but if the Bible is true, which it is, because I am a living testimony of it, and he says that he crowns the year with his goodness so that our path will drop with fatness. May you receive one good news. We call it the last minute testimony. Receive a last minute testimony for 2021. Receive it in Jesus' name. In the morning, it will locate you. In the afternoon, it will locate you. In the evening, it will locate you. In the night, it will locate you. It will work for you in Jesus' name. Hey, from today to the end of this year, any step that you take will be fruitful. Any venture that you venture in, it will succeed. And I promise you in the name of Jesus, you will have a closer communication and a closer work with the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you will not enter into 2022 with a backlog of sin. You will not enter into 2022 with the baggage of iniquity. All the accusation the devil is bringing against you. Tonight, the message of the Lord cancels it. I said tonight, somebody said the mercy of the Lord. Locate me. Say the mercies of God. Locate me. The mercies of God. Locate my family. The mercies of God. Locate my home. The mercies of God. Locate my life in the name of Jesus. By the mercies of the Lord. Anything that the devil has as an accusing finger against you. It is corrupted now. It is corrupted now. It is corrupted now. It is corrupted now. Come on, lift up your voice in the, in the next 30 minutes. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. The next 30 seconds. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. God has been good. You know, one will be put to shame. The Lord said we will not be put to shame. And we have not been put to shame. You will not be the first one. You will not be put to shame. Thank you, Father. By prayers and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known. And the peace of God.
and the peace of God. You are living here with the peace of God. You will sleep with the peace of God. Tonight, somebody will sleep like a baby. And the Lord will bring you solution. The mighty name of Jesus. We declare it is done. We declare it is done. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Give a clap unto the Lord. Now, quickly as you are standing, I want the communion stewards to go around. I want you to take the communion standing. Hallelujah. Now, at least I've given you a gist of Don't worry, next year I'll teach about the communion. It will be a full set, two, two, two sermons. Two sermons. Because I can't teach the communion in one sermon. No, it's too much. Get your communion. Get the body and the blood. It is a piece of bread. When we bless it, you, you, you saw the scripture. When we bless it and we break it by faith. Because Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. He says that unto them was the gospel preached as well as unto us. But the gospel preached did not benefit them. Because they didn't mix it with faith. So when you hear it, you got to apply faith. Saying that, yes, what I heard, that is it. Would you lift up the bread? Bible said that Jesus took bread and he blessed it. And when he broke it, he didn't call it bread again. He said, it is my body. Father, we thank you for this piece of bread that we are holding. Online and in-house. With all thanksgiving, we say thank you for blessing us with this element. For the purpose of the communion, we declare it is sanctified. And he broke it. I want you to break it. When he broke it, he called it what? So what you are holding is what? Now, I want you to lift up the cup as well. Bible says after the same manner, it means that he also blessed it. Father, we bless the content of this cup. It may be cranberry juice or whatever juice it is. But Lord, when we thank you for it and we apply our faith, we don't see it as bread and drink again. We see it as the express body and the blood. Now, what you are holding is the body and the blood. In the realms of the spirit, it is the body and the blood. But it is neutral. So I want you to speak over it. What do you want it to do for you? Speak over it. 30 seconds, speak over it. Father, as we have said over the body and over the blood, so be it in our lives, in Jesus' name. Eat the communion with understanding today. Tonight, some of you will encounter something supernatural you have never encountered for the first time. After taking this communion with understanding. Now, I want you to take your seat and quickly online in-house. I want you to lift up a covenant offering for the Lord. Maybe you, are, you want to redeem a tithe or maybe you, want to, you, you made a pledge because of the program. Or you want to give a special offering today being the last midweek service. My goodness, Friday at 9.30 p.m. The doors will be open at nine. It's an all, all, come with something white. Amen. 
It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be a candle night, feet washing night, anointing service. And we are going to hear the theme for next year. And we are going to run with the word. It's going to start from 9.30 p.m. Just Wednesday. Just this, I mean, just this Friday, right? The day after tomorrow. It's going to be so awesome. Now I want you to come with everybody around you. Now lift up the offering. Okay, we have that, give, uh, that uh, uh, um, this thing. The flyer is on the line. It's on the board. God bless you. Now, we have the giving portal. Please look at it. Tonight is the last midweek service. I want you to give God special offering, if you can. But don't be under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. But you want to give something that probably you may not have given before. I want you to do it with joy. You want to lift it up. You can do by tightly. Just send, text the word give to the number 833-859-4117. If you are writing a check in the name of Holy Hill Chapel, if you want to do PayPal, look us out at holyhilltn at gmail.com and the attention name will be Hawa. And then if you want to use your card, you can go back there. We have the square machine there or any other manner of giving. And like um, the announcer said, if you give us your details, we are preparing the giving credit. And so we'll be able to give you your giving credit because we are 501c ministry for the purposes of your tax if you want to use it or whatever. But lift it up. Father, we are very grateful. It is a privilege and an opportunity to give. Let your name be glorified. Even as we give in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Please drop it in with joy, thanksgiving, and appreciatively for the privilege and the opportunity that the Lord has given us to give in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We will be on the prayer line at 3 a.m. this morning. But Clarksville service, I told them that they should use it to prepare so that we will all meet here on Friday. So tomorrow we'll not be going to Clarksville. But every Monday, the Atlanta campus vibrates with the supernatural power of God. So if you want to join, every Monday we leave here, we go there, we go to join them. Very powerful, very powerful things happening over there. All right, let's be on our feet. Today is the last Wednesday midweek service. That is why we extended a little of our time because I needed to finish what series that I've been doing. Amen. So, forgive <laughs> let's lift up our hands to the heaven. The Lord bless us, say amen. amen. The Lord keep us, say amen. amen. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you, say amen. amen. The Lord give you a peaceful transition into 2022, say amen. amen. Anything that you must recover, may the Lord bring it, say amen. amen. Anything that you must have, may the Lord bring it, say amen. amen. Live here with the confidence and assurance that in Christ Jesus... We are all more than conquerors. Before we share the grace, is there anybody here? Today is your first time. Can I see your hand up if today is your first time worshiping with us? Today is your first time. Wow. Oh, wow. Come, come. Can I shake hands with you? Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Free. 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 Yeah. Let's celebrate free. Free. Let, let us see you. This is my new friend, free. Hallelujah. Wow. Isn't that wonderful? That on the last midweek service, the Lord brought Frey to join us here. Hallelujah. Woo. Let's pray for Frey. Father, we pray for your son Frey. There is a reason why you brought him here. It is not accidental. And it is not by mistake. 
I pray, O oh Lord, that when my brother leaves here, Lord, you give him a testimony. Turn everything around for him. He contacted something today. And in 2022, it will speak. And it will manifest and amplify in his life. Bless his hands. Bless his mind. Bless his life. Recalibrate him on route in the name of Jesus. And I pray every manner of interest from the pit of hell. We dissolve it now in him. And we declare that from today. He will be with you all the days of his life. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen.